This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello, listeners. We're continuing our one-shot adventure, Blood Packed Requiem. Now, as Ryan mentioned at the top of the first episode, this arc features a really dark side of the Warhammer universe and includes some content that some listeners might find disturbing, such as enslavement, torture, and body horror. With that in mind, please take care when deciding whether or not to listen to this episode. And if you decide to skip this arc, we've got two other weekly podcasts that you can check out in the meantime, Blood and Syrup and Dum Dums and Dragons. And we'll be back with Valentine's crew in a few weeks. For those of you continuing with us now, please enjoy the continuation of Blood Packed Requiem. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is a special report on the repercussions of the events of Blood Packed Prison Break. Set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG, this report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tyler Hewitt Laura Hamstra, and Del Borovic. While Flinch and Carl continued to be suspicious about Azrael's motives, they were all three sent down to a city on the planet Everworld to locate Throck's nemesis Sindrian of the Emperor's children. Throck's plan is to destroy Sindrian, but in a city full of Rubricae who will put down any violence. How can the Night Lord's servants possibly survive? Find out next in this episode of the one-shot Blood Pact Requiem. Carl, you are gagged by the racks and hauled upstairs through the elevator to the third floor, which your friends are not on. The door opens and reveals a surgical suite. There is a rubricate standing in the corner, but instead of you being able to plead your case or say that this isn't happening, the homunculus just plays the rubricate, a video of the deal made outside the front door. The rubricate nods, and you undergo terrible surgery. Two hours pass. Flinch and Azral, you wait. Azral, you've got a good view to be able to see the whole city as things happen. Flinch, you're waiting as well. You're just kind of hanging out, hoping things will change. Uh, when a, a bell starts ringing and you hear an announcement that comes on through the facility. And the first version is in Drakari, and you don't speak that. And the second version is in Infernal, and it makes your ears bleed. Uh, except for you, Flinch, because you got fake ears. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't hurt you. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a version that comes on and announces two things. They're going to do reveal of a fantastic new creation and do it at the same time as they reveal today's honored guest. And Azrael, you've seen a, a hover vehicle come in from the distance towards the facility. It's going to the front door, so you have to choose whether you stay to watch who gets out of this vehicle or if you go down to see the reveal with the honored VIP, the honored guest. What do you want to do, Azrael? Yeah, I want to wait and see. I already know where the reveal will be. If I'm a little late, that's okay. That's <laughs> how it should be. Fabulous. So you stay where you are and look down. And what you see get out of the hover car is 
wrapped in purple and gold ceramite. You see one of the emperor's children. They clearly have augmentic replacements for both legs and a left arm as they stand up within their armor getting out of the hover car, which has clearly been custom built to allow a space marine to get in and out. And they just nod their helmet sagely at the door and are permitted into the building. You would put money down that that's the honored guest. So you may be a minute late, but you now know that that is where it would appear that the Emperor's Child is going. The question is, do you want to set off your beacon now, or do you want to go talk to this person to confirm that this is, you know, Sindrian and not just another random son of the Phoenician who is here at this event? Yeah, uh, I want to wait, uh, go to where the honored guest will be, and... I, because I need to assemble the crew because we, we all need to be together and this should all align and be totally fine. So I'm going to head to that level looking for my friends. Great. So you start shambling back down those stairs yep. in classic as style. Meanwhile, Flinch, you are in the central, uh, the central room. It is clearly the, the space around the throne is being cleared. Lights are being shifted. The crowd is growing in excitement and the music is building in intensity and emotion. However, the singer is being cleared off the stage and a massive curtain drops to allow a dramatic reveal. Then a large figure in purple ceramite enters the room (laughs) through the elevator. You see one of the emperor's children enter. It is purple, gold. They're augmentic Two legs and the left arm, as I just said. Mm -hmm. The helmet is in place, crested with white feathers uh, in that classic kind of, for lack of a better term, but like the Roman brush that they have, the Roman broom at the top (laughs) of the head, uh, comes in with a sweeping white cape over over the, the back. And they come in and immediately the crowd parts and allows them to come to the throne. And they step forwards. You can hear the weight of each step as they advance until they sit down on the throne and just kind of sprawl themselves out, looking like one of those annoying kind of coked up actors who's playing a very important kingly role in a Shakespearean production. And it seems like they have to sit like a spider instead of a person. Uh, That is how they sit. At which point there is a massive fanfare that shakes the walls of the room and you see dust fall from above. And then spotlights hit the stage and the curtain pulls back Revealing someone you can barely recognize as Carl. So, Carl, you have been changed by the homunculi. And they have made three significant changes to you. The first thing that you notice, Flinch, is that Carl is fucking huge. Carl has been turned into a swollen brute. So he has, he is, more steroids have been put into him than you could possibly imagine. He is a foot taller. He is ultra jacked with muscles upon muscles upon muscles looking like almost one of those double muscled cows or dogs just just a grotesque amount so carl your brawn is increased by one okay for determining weapon damage and soak uh but all your ability based checks receive two setback because you a bulk boy Ability based checks. Okay. Agility based. Agility, excuse me. Agility so if you're based. if you're okay. trying to dodge, you're gonna be dog shit at that, but you're much stronger and tougher. Oh no, it's only it's only one setback. Sorry, one setback for all agility based checks. The second thing that you notice, Flinch, is that Carl is covered in bone blades 
that extend out from oh. his own bones and stab through his body. Uh, he has been, he's still wearing pants, but he has been stripped of his shirt. So you can see the lines of the scars stretched over him. He looks like a bit of a jigsaw puzzle with all the scars from before stretched out. Uh, and he has these bone blades piercing his body. So they, they sprout painfully to make a note, Carl, this isn't fun. This is all terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you do gain a melee light attack which deals your brawn plus four damage with a crit rating of two. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Anytime you use that weapon, though, ah, no, that's stupid. That's just, you're just going to have that because I like that better than the stupid rule they're using. So uh, <laughs> you can attack people with your bone blades at any point. You're, you're armed at all times. Uh, and, okay. And the crit damage, the crit is two, but what's the damage? The damage will be your brawn plus four. Okay. That's your base Shit. damage, whatever that is. Okay. Um, and then the third thing is when you look at Carl's massive body uh, covered in blades, uh, you can also see uh, wriggling under his flesh Ugh. countless uh, things. It seems like there, there are things swimming in his blood oh, uh, near the surface of his body that are crawling around under his torn skin. Uh, you have corrupted flesh, Carl. Uh, when your flesh is torn asunder, <laughs> horrific insects uh, and worms spill forth, uh, which means... Along if, with acid? <laughs> along with acid. Okay. See, this is the challenge. The homunculi basically hunted down, and you would know this, Carl, from hearing them talk. They chose a parasite that lives in acid Okay. and inserted it into oh your body. So it, it, can, it can horrify uh, anybody. Um. You can also, whenever you suffer a critical injury because you've got this parasite, uh, you can change the result to any other result. So for you, your critical injuries will always be mild because the creatures are rebuilding your body to keep their like acid blood pool going. So I'll just, rather than rolling and being like, oh, it's really high, the creatures alter it. So you're, people got to kill you. They can't just cripple you. But for you, you have uh, countless creatures swimming under your torn flesh. Your body is grotesquely swollen, and you're covered in spikes. Did I, did I get to keep the grotesque? No, no. Grotesque is gone. It doesn't fit your, your massive misshapen head anymore. Uh, your augmentic eyes are still in place. They worked around those, and you don't have a face. Man, that is a shame. The creatures that swim through the rest of your body uh, can occasionally be seen poking out the edge of your face and like looking at the environment and then going and swimming back in. Right, yeah, like a dolphin coming up for air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the crowd all turns to the the honored guest VIP, and now I have to see if he likes the work that was done. Just a second. Oh my god. <laughs> that a boost because it's gross another boost all right let's see uh and he raises his gauntlets and claps them together three times each sound almost like a gunshot and then just waves a hand towards you unimpressed after that and the crowd's like ah ah," and then just like a party breaks out and everybody starts going fucking crazy (laughs) And Carl, you were just released into the crowd. They, they did their changes. You did not impress the host terribly much, but you weren't terrible. You're released into the crowd as this massive hulking brute. At which point, Azrael, you step into the room. Can you roll me a perception at difficulty three? Sure. And then I'm going to add 
uh, a setback because Carl does not look like Carl and a setback because this room is fucking bumping. All right. Let's uh, see. Okay, so just roll it how it is. We're just going to see. I got two threats. That's like the target with the line. Threats. I believe. Because X is a failure, right? Yes, X yeah. is a failure. The other is threat. Yeah, two threats. So, two threats. Uh, you recognize Flinch. You do not recognize Carl. You just think he is <laughs> not in this room currently because you just see a collection of racks and he blends in pretty well with them. Great. Uh, Flinch. saunter over to Flinch then. Yeah, there we go. You two have found each other in this crazy nightclub where everyone is dancing performatively clearly trying to entertain this emperor's children marine sitting on the throne uh people are slashing their own skin people are like just it's absolute destructive debauchery to just try to gain a single glance from this marine you notice none of the drukari are taking part in this part of Mm. the celebration they are just hosts for this Mm -hmm. supervising from the edges Well. Flinch turns to Azrael and 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 just says, "Too bad about him, I guess." Pointing at Carl, but um, is is that is that is that the guy? Is that is that is that him? Who the, who him? Our, tar- our target. <laughs> our target. Like, our target. Maybe yet. That certainly isn't a, a children of the emperor. And, and who is your new friend? Looking up at yeah, Big Carl, Carl, you arrive. <laughs> Okay. Carl arrives. Uh, um, does this kind of transformation affect me in my ability to communicate at all? Like, like, I I don't know the nature of these kinds of changes. Um, you still have a larynx. They didn't take that out. Okay. You still have mm-hmm. lungs, but they are bigger. Uh, you okay. It would have changed your trachea and stuff. So, like, you might sound different. You might okay. not. It depends on what the homunculus did. And they would have conversations with you about that kind of thing. So it would be okay. like, did you want changes to your voice? Some of the changes they're making on purpose, but technically they're only allowed three changes. They would have to check in about anything else. I see. Okay. Um, then I would just want to maintain to ensure that I had maintained like brain function. Like this didn't traumatize nope. me to the point where no I No change to your psychology okay. with this. Okay. Uh, tremendous pain, but you have been surviving this tremendous pain, tremendous pain for months and that's where your bloodlust comes from. So you've already right. kind of paid the price to survive this. Again, they put everything back really fast. You're used to okay. being strung up and crucified for like weeks yeah, and having yeah. this stuff happen to you. Yeah, okay. The, you were tremendously disappointing for them. Not nearly enough screaming. Mm-hmm. Sure, Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, then, yeah, if I'm here, uh, I just put out a big, meaty, bone-spiked hand and say, uh, uh, The warp beacon. I have made trade to gain audience with the real Sindrian. Oh, 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 that's not him? The warp beacon. (laughs) Just hand out, just opening and closing expectantly. Okay. Uh, And Flinch just opens the bag, uh, hands hands it over. 
I'm heading to the bar. Uh, the bartender has already appeared out of the shadows to be like, I'm so excited to make this deal. This is going to be great for all of us. You guys you guys are going to love Sindrian. Uh, please don't say anything. He'll kill us all. Uh, and the, <laughs> the bartender just with his forearms takes the beacon and then has a goblet held in the other two, a big golden chalice that is filled with hallucinogens so strong, even from where you're standing, you're like, oh, my God, that would prove fatal. Like people are passing out if the smoke touches them on the walk mm. up to uh, the VIP throne. And the bartender bends over and says, Lord Sindrian, we just, I've brought this for you. And he hands over the drink. And then he hands, he, he holds out the warp beacon and says, and anything you can offer would be really great for this. Uh, and then they start haggling. It is the weirdest thing you have seen. Just a grating voice uh, that comes from the body, but it's it's short, it's clipped, you can't actually make it out. It takes you a moment to realize that they're negotiated in a language that isn't English. Mm. It appears to be some other one. You're not sure you can't identify it. Uh, but they are haggling back and forth. What are you doing while this is happening? Uh, I wanted to, upon realizing that this is Carl, and also the conversations that Azrael has had with Carl, like after him being tortured and all that stuff, uh, one of the things I can do with the augury is make the target not myself, but another person. And then it gives them a vision and gives them two boost on their next check. So I think Azrael would want to give a vision to Carl. Like this is the after the, the religious aftermath of what you have gone through, basically. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's roll the Psyker check then. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I am going to upgrade the difficulty with the story point. Okay. And then I'm so you going have two, to use two one, red for that. I'll use one story point also okay, then. Okie dokie. Okay. So I think this is right. Just double checking. Willpower divination. And okay. So it's a straight roll with nothing extra right now. Uh, Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. Let's see what happens. Oh, just three threat that's all i managed to squeak out on this one three threat oh wait no three sorry three advantages it made it red because i didn't i didn't pass the pass. role like i didn't ah, succeed it, it, but it, it made it, it yes. red it's mm. actually three advantage yeah three advantages but you don't successfully give him a vision correct <laughs> i think you reach out to try to give carl a vision mm-hmm but you find that the, the the gods are not willing. You try to pass something along and the energy okay. won't just pass forward. But when you touch him, you can feel that the warp is still in him. Yes. You can feel that he still believes. You can feel that energy within you. And it will give you advantage on your next role because okay. you know you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. The gods are with him. The gods are with you. The gods want you to move forwards. You have such a sense that, like, you tried to help him, but in the end, you just increased your own confidence that you were, like, doing the right thing. Like, yeah. he needs to be troubled. You need to be sure. Um, then Azrael will just push that button, the locator button that Fabulous. we're supposed to do. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly what we were told. We <laughs> saw him. There we go. Carl, what are you doing? Carl, I don't know if he perceives this or not, but Carl was going to ask for everyone's locator switches. He was going to give them to me. He wanted to be the one. He didn't want <laughs> Throck being called in 
without giving Sindrian the heads up so that it would be more of an even fight so that Throck would be even more distracted. All right, so I would say you could ask for them now and we'll just see how this plays out while the bartender is talking to Sindrian. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, just a big, meaty, spiky hand comes out once again, opening and closing expectantly and says, the beacons. Uh, Give me your beacons. Flinch, have you done anything before this or are you just standing there? I just want to check in with you to make sure everybody had their immediate reaction time of their own. Uh, No, Flinch Flinch is just observing. Again, this is all going to happen as it happens, like... Great. So Bro. Carl has asked for the beacons. We'll, we'll jump back in there. You're just hearing the bartender and the a child of the emperor talking in a language you don't know, but they're in front of you. You're a little bit further back. Ezra pushed the button and then hands it kindly over to Carl. There you are. It's already pushed. Oh, so there's an just indication. frustration. He's going to probably die, but interrupt Sindrian. How so? And say, uh, uh, and say, uh, uh, Lord Sindrian, Throck has been alerted to your presence here. He is coming. And Sindrian's head just turns towards you and you're stared down by the glowing eyes of his helm. And he just says, Excellent! And the far wall of the bar explodes and you hear a blend of screams that you have all heard before and know is the shriek of Throck in a way that disarms and disorients everyone around them. And for the first time, you've seen the whirlwind of Throck to begin with. Can you all roll me a daunting fear check? There's a fear check at difficulty four. Um, Discipline or cool. My tempered will removes one setback from disorientation and fear checks, but there's no setbacks here, right? It's just straight difficulty. I, 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 for you, it's straight difficulty because we'll know that that's been removed. Uh, for Azral, I will say two boost to this because you knew Throck had been summoned. Um, and I will say Flinch and Carl, you both automatically get two boost. You're used to Throck and you've heard the scream before. Yeah. Um, and what kind of check, Ryan? Sorry? This is either discipline or cool because you're going up against fear. Uh, I will say for flinch, I will add two setback because you have bionic ears and you are just getting blasted by sound and his okay. own like kind of dampener systems. Uh, normally, I would say that your eyes would be flickering, Carl, because we know that Throck has some like EMP style tech, but you have the ability to work through that because that's coming off with your tempered will. Okay. Uh, Azrael. I don't think you have setback. I think you were prepped for this. You press the button. You're like, <laughs> yeah, he's here. Button. Yeah. All right. I'm going to roll it. <laughs> I got three failures, one threat on a discipline. I got a uh, discipline. I got two advantages, one failure. I got cool. And the net outcome was one threat. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> I think uh, what happens is you are st- like, Azral, you are stepping towards Sindrian because you need to right this wrong. Sindrian mm. is like being interrupted. This is clearly fucking with Throck's plan. Uh, and that's when you hear the scream, it just locks you in place. So you're mm-hmm. right by Sindrian. Uh, Flinch, you hear the scream 
and it just staggers you. So you start to to run, but you run forwards towards Sindrian instead of away because it's a packed room. <laughs> Carl, you stay in the same place. What is happening to you is you are all experiencing what is called in 40K as transhuman dread, which is a space marine is so big and so dangerous and so impossible, and they move so impossibly fast that people can panic at the sight of them as they fly towards them. Throck is coming in shrieking. The lightning claws are crackling, and the jetpack is just blazing, having burst through the wall, ends up on top of Sindrian, and... You see this flinch and you see this as roll. Actually, can you roll me both a, a, what is it called? Coordination. It's an agility difficulty two. Alrighty. Which is you both went forwards. Can you get back in time? Three successes, one threat. Sorry, I have to take setback because of my clunky armor. So uh. Just figuring it out. <laughs> All right. the slow old man. He's he's all he's all tired after his steps. Uh, I will give you two boosts because you have wings. Oh shit! I already. If you're willing to use them. Oh, I already rolled it. So then you already rolled it. That was your instinct. You didn't use your wings. I did one success, two threats. Great. You both managed to just dodge out of the way of Throck. Uh, But what you see is Throck reached down and said, "Yes, finally," and he pulls off the helmet. However, when he pulls it off, the head underneath is a servitor's head. And it looks up at him with a Vox grill in its mouth, and it just says, gotcha! And from behind, you hear a second scream, and you see purple and gold as an emperor's children marine with flowing white wings just soars in with a sword in hand and hammers into Throck, and they both go out through the far side of the building. And from the outside, you start to hear dueling, and you start to hear gunfire. And then... Someone starts shooting in the room. (laughs) As you realize the rubriquet have been triggered and you look over and the rubriquet's yellow eyes have gone red and it is just opening the fuck up on this room. You are seeing people explode with bolter shots going through them left, right, and center. The assassination is underway, but you have some more immediate concerns. (sighs) What do you do? Hi, friends. It's Ryan here, your resident producer with Dum Dums and Dice. And I also voice characters that you've heard, and I GM season two. And I am here to invite you to help support us producing this show and all of our other shows through our Patreon for Dum Dums and Dice. You can go to patreon.com slash dice and support us today, and it makes a world of difference. Plus, if you join, you get exciting things. We have a fan-exclusive Discord. We do weekly tableside video chats. You get advanced access to episodes and the videos before the rest of the public do. You can submit names for places, people, and things that pop up in the shows. You can create your own NPCs that interact with our parties on an ongoing basis. You can get special thank yous. Heck, if you if you want, we can even do one-shot adventures with you or start up a series with you. Just patreon.com slash dice. Please support us today. It will save us from a grim, dark future so we can keep making a show for you in a grim, dark future. You are on the second story of a building in the center of a market that the rubriquet are determined to fully exterminate. Uh, Azeroth's first uh, instinct would be to grab flinch and fly 
off of the second story and leave. <laughs> okay. So are you flying back to the ship? Yes. Fuck yes. Okay. <laughs> Flinch will uh, let that happen because if Flinch wanted to get the hell out of there anyways. <laughs> Azrael, can you roll me in athletics? Yes. Yeah, brawn and athletics. Flinch. You are part... Oh, man. Difficulty three. Difficulty uh, three? Yeah, I'm going to give you a boost because Flinch is trying to help be carried. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get another boost because the, the warp is with you and this is meant to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am going to give you a setback because Flinch is uh, heavily augmented. And I think I need to take two more setbacks because of my heavy chains. Because of your armor. Yep, that makes sense. All right. Um, I'm going to use a story point. Okie dokie. And then also, I still had my two boost from the vision I had. I don't know if I can still use that. I didn't use it the last reel. Oh, yeah. I factored one of them in as for the vision. So factor another. Yeah, you're good to do that. Take the other one and then I'll mark that as used. All right. So you said it was three purple uh three purple yeah i'm gonna spend a story point to upgrade one of those to red because you are jumping out a window with a person All right this is a spicy <laughs> spicy roll all right ready let's yeah. see what happens three successes three successes uh you grab flinch you are flying out over the city to war or his tent city uh, as you look down and just see a fucking massacre, merchants mm-hmm. are like trying to go for their guns to get them up, and the rubriquet are just fire. It's just single bolt into a head, single bolt into a head. People are popping left and right, but it is starting to become a war zone as all of the arms dealers are realizing, oh shit, if we don't use these, we're fucking dead. But you're in the sky, and the rubriquet <laughs> are just killing whoever is closest. There's not yes. really a tactical plan to what they're doing. Uh, with one more check, you will make it back to the ship in time to be able to drop flinch off however carl both of your (laughs) friends just flew away and left you in a nightclub where everyone is being shot to death and in a shocking twist for you (laughs) asrolf saved flinch (laughs) which i don't think was on your possibility list that's true what are you doing carl um that hole in the wall is looking mighty uh enticing to just jump out of um but uh this um, sort of like Doombot-esque decoy for Sindrian. Is there any useful armaments or armor uh, that that this this decoy had on him? Or was it the largely armor... relaxing kind of um, lounge wear in this club? <laughs> okay, this is the rare version of the fucked up shit that just happened to you made shit useful that would not be useful otherwise. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. (laughs) Uh, The armor, no. You can't get it off of this robot and put it back on. That's not going to work. But what you do have is a Space Marine scale bolter that would be way too big and heavy and would involve way too much recoil for any normal person to be able to pick up. There are bolters in this universe that like we've had inquisitorial agencies and stuff like that. Those are scaled down for people because a bolter for a Marine would be like trying to pick up the minigun that only Arnold Schwarzenegger could carry in Terminator. So it is a gun that is scaled way too fucking high for anyone in this room to pick up except you because they just made you really big. So awesome. if you want, you can take the bolter off of this thing. 
I would like to grab the bolter and then run out of the hole in the wall that uh, Thok made. Throck made. Great. Can you roll me in athletics? Because you have to jump to the floor. Yeah. Athletics. Del, do you have Any... that pool save that you rolled? Oh, uh, crap. I don't think I do. Hold on. Let's see if I can get... Oh, I do. Yes. Perfect. Hang on to that. <laughs> um, what's athletics, the difficulty there? Difficulty three. And remember, this has been affected by your increased bronze, so just make sure you're doing that in your brain. I have that factored as Perfect. well. Perfect. Yeah. Um, what's the story point situation? Story points, you guys have three, I have two. I'm going to spend one because this is the clutch moment where Throck is otherwise occupied. Now is my time to kill the heretic. Sense. Kill the traitor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll add one of those. We'll get rid of one of those. Okay. Three successes, two advantage. Three successes. You hit the fucking ground in like a superhero pose, and it turns out your new fucking body can take it. Uh, hurts like hell, but you're able to do that. You can see in the distance, uh, Throck and Sindrian are both fully engaged in a duel at a pace that they are running through buildings. They are running through tents. They are killing rubriquet out of hand that are closing in on the two of them. Uh, you can also see the Tenebrous Claw at the very edge of the tent city, but you do have to fight your way there if you're trying to go for it. And you can see Rubriquet engaged in open gun battles through the streets. However, you escaped the Rubriquet upstairs, and the Rubriquet inside the building are currently fighting the entire cabal of the Venom Rage. So what do you do? <laughs> I just have to get get to the ship. So it's I think it's like... Hulk-like, these running jumps, kind of just trying to cover as much distance as possible. If I meet resistance, then it's either melee for regular schmoes or the bolter for these rubricate nasty guys. Okay, can you roll me... Uh, do you have a d6 on you? Yeah, somewhere. Great, hmm. roll me a d6. That's a three. That's a three, okay. Uh, you are facing off. Uh, as you're dashing through, you think you might be able to avoid their attention, but you do end up running smack dab into a rubriquet in the middle of one of the areas. Okay. Uh, however, it is shooting someone else before it turns to fire on you, so you get to open up first with your bolter. This will be, because you're fucking huge, ranged light. Okay, ranged light uh, is agility, is so I have a, uh, a disadvantage setback die for that. For what, sorry? Uh, it's it's a um, ranged light. Yes, is uh, an agility based roll. Uh, so I have a setback die for using uh, the gun. I'm going to argue you don't because this weapon is scaled to you. Okay. okay. If you were trying to shoot like a, if you were trying to use that little, little tiny last gun, I think you'd have a fucking hell of a time. <laughs> okay. Right. This is a marine scale bolter, so that plays to your strengths. Okay. Uh, the question I have for you is: Are you running towards this rubricate to try to kill it, or are you still trying to run past it? Because that'll affect the difficulty of this check. It's not a huge difference, but it'll be like a, a one die difference. If it's become clear to me that it's going to be a problem, I will try to take it out before it can get worse for me. Um, so catch it unawares as it's attacking something. So divert slightly to deal with it and then back, hopefully, back to the ship. And then keep booking past. Yeah. Okay, then you are going to get close, which means you will be in engaged range. 
um, which will be with the gun. I mean, not engage. If, this is the annoying. You're going to be the easiest shot because you're running towards it instead of trying to like circle around or whatever, mm-hmm. which is also the fastest path. So it makes sense. Uh, it would normally be two difficulty, but because this is a space marine, it auto adds two. So this will be difficulty four okay. for you to take your shot at. Um, it is distracted, so it's a boost. Uh, you've okay. got your incidental and you have the drop on it, so I think that'll give you a free aim, which will give you another boost, especially if okay. you're booking it towards it. Uh, okay. You will have setback of... Uh, it's not... See, I don't think you will have the same setback. I'm adding the the armor into the difficulty instead of the, the setback. I'm going to give you none. The rubricate is not dodging. It's not like they're running right. through in their full Marines in combat. They are walking gun platforms that are very accurate, but it's not going anywhere. Got it. Uh, I will use a story point to upgrade your difficulty. I will also use a story point. Again, it's the same thing of this is my chance. I cannot blow it now hmm. kind of mentality. So just tapping into every ounce of willpower and faith I have to see this done. Great. Because this is this. Th- there's nothing else after this as far as my trial or test is concerned. Yep. One success, two advantage. Nice. Okie dokie. That is with the damage. You're firing the upgraded bolter. Uh, you punch a number of holes into the armor of this rubriquet as you are firing and out of them starts to fall dust and you see the lights behind its eyes start to flicker as it turns towards you it's not down but you see it is moving so much slower it's clearly been injured uh do you keep running past or do you want to stay to try to finish it um yeah let's leave nothing to chance here hmm. i'm going to try to coup de gras it just finish it off as great i'm going to yeah. say that it and you will be firing at exactly the same time with your second round so it's turned okay. towards you and you're still firing as you run at it so you both raise your weapons as you do you yell something does carl have words for this rubrique as he's shooting no no words for the rubrique words for the traitor but none for the rubrique <laughs> Excellent. You both raise your bolters towards each other and open fire, and we cut two people in the sky before we find out what happens with this shot. So, Azral, yep. yep. you are fire. You are flying, carrying Flinch yes. towards the Tenebrous Claw. Mm-hmm. Let's do that same roll again, but you're two at boost down. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be tough. All right, and this bo- roll also includes story points from me and you, so it's, Great. it'll just equal out again. Yep, yep, that makes sense to me. Here we go. Three advantages, one triumph. Yes. I'm sad. Yes. <laughs> uh, Good job, I'm sad. <laughs> the gods have spoken. You don't get shot at by anything. The sky is a safe place for you to fly out to the Tenebrous Claw and land. What do you want to do after there? Are you going back to get Carl? Are you staying with Flinch? What's Azrael's plan here? Azrael's hmm. plan is just to... St- sit at the edge of the ship and wait because we did everything that was meant to have done. We, we <laughs> now we wait for the return of our friends. Just stand and looking out and watching all the the chaos that is like silhouetted by all of the different worlds just flickering in and out of just like ah, yes, we did a good job. Flinch. 
because this was a triumph on Azrael's part, you know this happening doesn't make sense if Azrael is working for Throck. Yeah. Because you're useful, but Throck's obsessed with fucking, like, Carl. That's that's Throck's torture obsession. Mm-hmm. Also, Azrael does what the gods say should be done. And Azrael saved you, not Carl. So maybe the gods wanted to save you. Could the gods be on your side? Could the gods could be on my side? I just so that or, that triumph is it's just in your head. I'm not saying that it's a decision. I just want we we had that rule before that was like you're yeah. leaving less. This is a bit more of question marky, but Azrael fucking saved you. So Azrael is not the enemy at this point. I think might be a the triumph of it. Uh, yeah, I mean this would be a, a very very elaborate long con if <laughs> like I don't, that doesn't. I don't know. doesn't really seem to be Throck's thing. Like, he's more of a, like, I want this thing and going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you would say to Azrael just having been flown out of a war zone to safety? Uh, so, uh, so we're going back to a Sanguinary World? Yep. It is all in the hands of the gods beyond us. Yes. Yes? The ruinous powers know all. (laughs) What what are the ruinous power? Wait, what do they know? What do they know? Azrael turns slowly to flinch. So very many things. And a bullet pings off the exterior of the ship next to you, and you realize this may be a better conversation <laughs> to have inside than outside. <laughs> yeah. So you both climb into the ship. Meanwhile, back in the battle zone, Carl, you've got the same die pool that we did before. If you've still got it pulled up, you may I not, do. and that's fine too. But if do you do, it. roll it again, baby. All right. One triumph. One threat, one failure. That's the net outcome. A little from column B, a little from column A. (laughs) This is the wildest fucking roll. (laughs) Because I also have one triumph, one failure, three threat. What? So you both turn your guns on each other and just fucking open the fuck up. The rubriquet ends up being cut in half, and the recoil means you cut it in half and then rise up and punch around through its helmet, and it goes down. The rubriquet itself fires a burst through your torso to the side and severing your left arm. And it seems terrible to you, and you stagger and fall to your knees, and then you just feel this urge where you reach down and take your arm and press it against your body, and you feel the things wriggle inside you in agony. Ugh. And it all, you feel it pull back together, and joints and sinew stretch and snap. But then a moment later, you're just winded, and your arm mm. is back on as the parasites rebuild your grotesque arm, and you stand back up and can continue to book it towards the ship. Because everybody fails, but the triumph means you both got crits, and you have the ability to avoid the deadly crits. Yes! 
Jesus Christ. Uh, I, if I can, I am, I am running towards the ship once again. Yes. Uh, you will be taking, uh, the, the gunfire that you were hit with would be 10 damage, uh, with pierce three. So three of it, uh, like your soak minus three, uh, you are wearing your, your equivalent of your flat coat through your creepy hide. Uh, even though you're not wearing the coat part, uh, and then your increased soak, whatever that is. I don't know what the flak provides me. Um, uh, oh, that would be... No, that doesn't affect damage. Oh, it gives okay. you plus one soak. It's plus one soak, yeah. we'll just say. Okay, so we'll make that that. Okay, and that was 10 damage. Yep. Pierce three? 10 damage minus whatever your soak is, plus three. Okay, and I already had damage from before. That was a long time ago, so don't oh, worry about okay. that. You're at full health okay. for this one. Throck wasn't uh, going to torture you and then send you on a mission-critical <laughs> Throck mission. That would be very stupid. Okay. Uh, so 10 minus 6, but then plus 3, 7 damage? Seven. Yep, 7 damage. Okay, 7 wounds. Okay. Uh, and you book it through the rest of town. Can you roll me a d6? A four this time. And I was going to add plus one, so that becomes a five. So you actually make it the rest of the way out of town without facing anybody. So no more damage. You've gunned down a rubriquet, and you made it through the crowds, avoiding getting in any more conflicts as the city is raised behind you. Mm -hmm. You're about to sprint towards the ship. You know the traitor is inside. You know this is is all what's going to happen. Uh, When you feel a giant hand grab you by the back and lift you off the ground. And you realize you are now spiraling through the air, held by Throck, who flies you inside the tenebrous claw. And the door starts to close behind him. Only instead of landing cleanly, Throck flies forward, loses control, dropping you, and hammers into the back wall before his jetpack's cut out. And he slides to the floor. The three of you are looking down at him, and you realize he is severely fucked up. There is a giant rent in the chest of chest plate of his armor where a sword has stabbed through and another rent below it where the sword has stabbed up and through. You can see he's bleeding profusely. His helm is cracked and he reaches up and pulls it off with one hand and says, there's a fucking ambush. (laughs) I'm going to die today unless something very exciting happens. So I'm requiring you all to get creative. And he just reaches up and grabs Carl by the throat and just says, whatever you need to do, you do it, because I don't have a heart. (laughs) I lost both. And he coughs blood into Carl's face, which sizzles and burns Carl because it's acid blood. Uh, right. However, you're immune to it, so it eventually just—it's <laughs> acid sizzling on whatever yeah, residue white of the environment skull. is there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Azral, can you 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 feel the energy of the gods suddenly mm. flowing through you? <laughs> if you reach out, you know you can either pass a message through yourself or a message through a vessel. Do you want to try to send this message through Throck or pass it through with you as the divine messenger? 
Oh, man. I think it's probably passed through me, but I want to be right in Throck's face. <laughs> whatever this is coming, whatever is coming through. Great. Can you roll me a psyker check? Sure. A difficulty, yeah, the same standard difficulty, one red, one purple. Yeah. Uh, you have two boost because the gods themselves are powering things through you. Okay. Uh, and uh, a third boost because you're trying to punch it up. So right. they, it's it's destined to happen, and you've chosen yourself as the vessel. Yep. All right. I got it all set here. Yep. I'm going to roll it. Three successes, three advantages. Perfect. So Throck is still holding Carl by the throat, and he just says, I got his hearts too. At least everyone dies today if you're not clever. At which point, fog begins to pour forth from your mouth, Azrael. Uh, and your eyes begin to glow white, and the temperature in the room drops 20 degrees to the point where frost is forming on the edges of it. And even breathing in and out, you can see the rest of you, the the frost in the air. And Azrael, the, chanking of, the clanking of chains can be heard around you as you rise into the air and your wings spread wide. And wind begins to howl through the room, even though all the doors are closed, and it is impossible for that to be happening. And a booming voice comes out of Azrael mouth and just says the demon's heart is at the core of the world two champions have risen one will survive claim the heart for your master or doom him to hell and die at the hands of his rivals thus speak the gods and the winds begin to die down, and Azrael, you hover back down to earth. And deep in your heart and in your mind, you understand all the intricacies of the simplicity of that message. Both Throck and Sindrian, in their duel, managed to destroy the other Marines' primary heart and secondary heart. Normally, that would mean an instantaneous death, but because they've been so baked in the warp, their systems are still functioning, but they are on the way out. However, Sindrian has a crew on Sindrian's ship on this world, and there is a crew on your ship for Throck, the Tenebrous Claw. You now know that at the top of a ziggurat, somewhere on Everworld, there is the heart of a demon that is beating on an altar. Whichever crew can get to that heart first can bring it back and save their champion. And then slaughter the other crew and be free. But it's up to the crews to do it. And it's the only way to save Throck. And you now have, with this crew, the ultimate bargaining chip to get a promise from a Chaos Space Marine who never breaks his promises. I hand this over to you as you land on the Earth with all three of the others staring at you, having just bellowed this through the warp winds. Ezreal just settles back down and, as it is spoken, thus we shall do. I, Carl has a bolt, bolter in his hot little hands and, <laughs> and Throck is on death's door. I don't know if, this seems like the perfect scenario for him to just kill Throck kill 
flinch and just let what happens happens. Do you want to go for it? The the gods spoke through Azrael and Azrael lands and says, as it is spoken, so it will be done, right? Mm-hmm. Can I do like a cool or something yeah. to just detect <laughs> if there's like wisdom and authenticity in those words or if I am still being tested? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Let's do that. To be That's distracted. Right. Okay. Or do you want us to roll to see if Azrael can convince you? Is that a an easier one? Or like, because it doesn't matter to me. It's just how we want to structure the dice pool. Genesis is tricky and interesting. I think that would be better because I also don't want to make it all about me just being like, well, I'm going to decide if we do that or not. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine with that. It's not Tyler deciding. It's Carl. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's see if Azrael, if you can convince him because it's okay. a good a good thing to kind of see where things are sitting. So for you, uh, do you have charm? Or coercion? Did any of those exist in your your wheelhouse? You have charm. Oh, then this is we will say charm because I feel like you've been charming Carl over a long period of time to sway over to your side of things. Uh, Carl, what is your uh, your intellect? Two. All right, your difficulty will be two because Mm -hmm. I think it's Carl's. Carl's faith says, I will listen to Azrael. Carl's mind says, I might be able to solve this. Like, I like, what if we cut the Gordian knot is what his like logic is saying. Yeah. Uh, and we can see how that pays off. I'm going to spend a story point to make things uh, more difficult for you. Okay. So I'm enhancing one of Carl's to a red. Then I would also spend a story point because, man, I'm, this is what we're supposed to be doing, Carl. This yeah, is- let's. The Let's gods do that up. say so. Uh, I will give you a bonus because you have spent time trying to comfort Carl. Yep. I will give you a bonus because you know that this is true and you know that this is the way to ultimately be able to kind of get a, a hold on Throck for the ruinous mm-hmm. powers. I will mm-hmm. give you a setback because Throck has been actively fucking up Carl's ability to trust you. Yeah. Um, Flinch, is there any way you would be contributing to this? What is your reaction here? Uh Flinch kind of had given up, but Azrael has kind of caused her to question what? Question the role of the gods. So she'd kind of like to get back home and figure shit out. Mm -hmm. So she gonna try to strike the bargain with rock that's fun okay so you're on board with azrael yeah let's add two more boosts to your your side of the roll there azrael all right are we ready two successes one threat Uh, Carl, you see, uh, Azrael speak and you realize this prophecy has come from the warp and from the gods, but it was not in the voice of Azrael. Hmm. Azrael wasn't trying to tell you this. Azrael was in a room with you and Throck all about to possibly get murdered by a space Marine when the gods took over and interceded. That checks out as a message, perhaps only to you. Okay. However... That doesn't mean your mission is not to kill Flinch. It may mean it's to do A and B. 
Oh, sure, yeah. A traitor's a traitor's a traitor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you are big enough that you could take this heart and maybe do something else with it. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of how champions rise, and it's not always like, and then you do the thing everybody wanted. And it's like, sometimes it's like, no, Carl, like you could go and eat that heart if you wanted to. And that may be the challenge that gets you even bigger yeah. and better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because the one thing we can say today, Carl, this is that kind of all these, these the random thread on top of the success is, yeah, you want to go for this demon's heart, but you've got a lot of options. And the one thing that gods have done in a very unpredictable way is make you very big and very strong and very dangerous. The gods have equipped me to properly face my trial and perhaps be rewarded gloriously if I succeed. So the finger comes away from the trigger on the bolt gun. Um, and Carl will place a big hand on Throck's wrist and will try to somewhat authoritatively pull it away and rise and all right, roll me a turn brawn. to Azrael. Yeah. You got to roll me a brawn on this one. That's going to be our... <laughs> we we got to know. We got to know. I got to look up the stat. Uh, difficulty will be six. <laughs> uh, five. Five, because he's he's injured. Okay. And it's athletics or just straight brawn? This will be athletics. Okay. Uh, two of those will be red. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It's uh, it's fifty fifty. <laughs> it's three purple, three green, two red, two yellow. <clears throat> so we've been we've been at odds for a while here, he and I. So let's just roll it. Unless you want to add anything. No, else. no, no. I'm good. Let's let's yeah, just roll. I don't want to. I don't want to add anything else on my side. One success, but two threats. You struggle against his his arm. And you can't tell whether you force his arm aside or he let you go. Mm -hmm. But when you look down, you see that his lightning claws were in line to cut you in half at the torso if you'd move towards the bolter. Mm. And you realize that, oh, he may be injured, but he can definitely still fuck around. Hmm. And if you had gone at him here, he would have killed all three in the room and then probably died. Because his ability to be like, I'm going to be a murder machine for 20 seconds is still definitely space marine capable okay. in his current level of condition. Sure. Okay. But you did move the, the hand aside and you can't tell if he gave up or not. And he's clever enough that he'd never let you know if you had the upper hand. So he's definitely hurting and you are definitely strong now. Okay. Uh, Carl will turn to Azral and say, uh, uh, or no, he'll look down to Throck and say, uh, we need to fly the ship. We need to find this heart. You are the only one who has piloted this ship so far. Can you pilot it again, or can one of us be taught? 
I can do the flying. It's what I was meant to do. You will all need to choose new and appropriate weapons. Uh, and he stands. And it's shocking. You can see through his torso in two different points. And he's still standing and walking away. But he hauls open one of the gene coder systems that you had not been aware were hidden throughout the ship. And he leans over and just spits blood onto it. And you see a bunch of locks that you had been trying to solve for months, Flinch, in the code. Mm. Just unlock. And you hear a clank behind you as he turns and Throck moves to the bridge of the ship. And you all turn back to a room that you had never been able to open. And as the doors spread wide, you realize you were looking at the armory of the Tenebrous Claw. And you are going to be arming yourselves before you set foot onto Everworld to claim a demon heart or to die in the process. This episode of the one-shot Blood Packed Requiem features Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, Del Borovic at Deltastic on Twitter, and our game master, Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the one-shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunderhorse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and our Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Spot Alan, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, OMG, it's Big Nick. D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Mithrian, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Look to the sea. Wayland's assembled a team. They're inside already. This was a risky gamble. There will be consequences for the both of you. Mm, don't threaten me with a good time. I thought you said this would be a quick in and out job! Did, did, did I say that? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm drawing a blank here, Johnny. Peace of mind. Is that what you call it? You think that what you've given me is peace of mind? 
I knew you'd come out on the other side. That's just you, right? You never give up. Unless you're giving up on me. It's always raining in Neo-Atlantis. It can't rain all the time. That'll be enough, Mr. Indri. Enough conversation. You have a job to do. Finish it. Kill them. Return Alex Webb to us. The sentiment will surely get me killed in the process, but I mean... None of us get out of this life alive. Am I right? Cybernautica Breakwall, Cybernautica Undertow. A production of Red Fathom Entertainment. Presented by the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to both complete series now. Welcome to Neo-Atlantis.